0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com And now our feature presentation.
1: So Hubie Halloween Um
0: what is this is this real? This is reportedly uh, theory says that the Adam Sandler uh, movie uh, that he made as revenge for the Oscar snub for his performance in Uncut Gems. Do you think that this movie held up to that? Do you think that this was the movie first off? No. No, I don't think so at all, because th- this movie has no was reason Was awesome to and ex- you loved it? Is that what
1: you're going to say, Jordan? No. Have you ever known me to say that? This movie is is... It's not terrible. And what I mean by that is like terrible. I'm trying to choose my words right off the bat here with the show. This movie doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and what I mean by that is strictly the ending, which we'll get into here. And I'm sure we'll have this whole episode discussing our theory
0: of the ending. But. I, what? This like, OK. Movie wow. seemed like. Any other Adam Sandler movie where what? the script—it doesn't really matter. It's a basic story. Maybe they just picked it off of a shelf somewhere. Um, I don't know who. I could probably pull up who who wrote this. But either way, it seems like just one of those things where they're just having—they the, have an excuse to kind of have a have a party time on set. They're just having fun, you know. Which is fine. Adam Sandler is one of the writers on this movie, so I guess that makes a little bit sec <laughs> A little bit of sense.
1: Which which is totally fine. They would to have a party with their friends. But there's a good way of doing it. There's a bad way of doing it. Uh, let's go with Grown Ups, the first one. That was definitely a party on set. But then when you see Grown Ups 2, and the first 30 minutes of the movie was them riding in a bus talking about nonsense, that was not
0: good. This is but the I have- same writers, by the way. Sorry to cut you off there. Apparently the same writers for a lot of, a lot of these movies. Uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, Waterboy. The, the same uh, geniuses. The body, the bright of those uh, is what you were watching now in Hubie Halloween. Okay, so I want to talk about Hubie
1: Halloween. I do. I don't want to make this a long episode, but I do want to talk about it. But I want to talk about Adam Sandler, though, because where is the cutoff? What movie, in your opinion, where it's like, okay, this is the movie that destroyed his career? Where, because, like, I would say that he had. What the big four in order, which would be what uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, and Waterboy, right? And then okay. after Waterboy, he did Little Nicky. After Waterboy, I think, and it, it was he was he was dead. Little Nicky just destroyed his career because then he tried to revive it with Mr. Deeds, which that was absolutely horrible. I think I think uh, Waterboy was the end of his I mean after that movie that was it.
0: Uh it it well no because I think after Waterboy he had Big Daddy and Big Daddy may have been the one that uh his his final kind of offer there because it showed that he had you know he had the the, the Clayborne Dylan and whoever the, you know the the twins oh hold on I got it uh uh Sprouse. The Sprouse Twins. Yeah. Can't believe I screwed that up. But, uh, you know, and it had them on there and it was, a, it was a cute movie, right? Everyone liked Big Daddy. After that, you get Little Nicky. You get uh, um, Punch Drunk Love. You get Mr. Deeds. But Mr. Deeds kind of, even though it did well for, it, uh, for what it was because it was writing off probably a lot of the momentum from his other movies, that kind of showed you what was to come of these Adam Sandler movies. Mr. Deeds was it. He keeps the the same people in his movies, you know, and it's playful. Mr. Deeds was exaggeratedly playful. You know, a crazy story that just doesn't have to make any sense. It's just, just go along with it. We're having fun. And this is what he does. These movies work. Like, these movies work for a family because of how dumb and silly it is. I just don't think a family is going to keep on watching this movie. Isn't that going to become a tradition? You know what I
1: mean? Okay, so how about this? Because I'm looking at his filmography right now, okay? And I want to figure this out, okay? So do me a favor.
0: Do you Are, are uh,
1: you access to something to write with real quick? Because if you're not, I am.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Okay,
1: and then we can go to the movie. But I wanted to see what the actual average is. So let me know when you're ready. Because yeah. this is not rehearsed, fans. Go ahead. I, I want to cure I want a yes or a no. No discussion, just a yes or a no. A yes, I like it. A no, I don't like it, okay? Here's his filmography and order. The big ones, not the small ones. Billy Madison. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. Yes. Wedding Singer. Yeah, I like that. Waterboy. Yes, I like Waterboy. Big Daddy. Yeah, I like Big Daddy. So we got the big four right there. All right. Here five. comes the f- Five. Here comes the here comes the shit, little Nicky. It, it, yes or no? No. Okay. Punch drunk love. No. Mister
0: Deeds. No. Eight crazy nights. Uh, no.
1: Anger management. No. Fifty
0: first dates. Yes.
1: Spanglish. No. Longest yard. Yes. Click. No. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry.
0: Yeah, that was that was okay.
1: Don't mess with the Zohan.
0: No, God no. Bedtime stories. No.
1: Funny people. Uh, no, I didn't like that. Grown ups.
0: No, I didn't like that one. Just go with it. Uh, with Brooklyn Decker, no. Okay, almost done. Jack yeah, and Jill. No, that's, that's the bad one who won the Razzie for that, right? Hotel Transylvania? No. Geez, I have, I have a problem with those. Grown Ups too. Nope. Blended? Uh, nope. That no, was with uh, Drew Barrymore. Pixels? No. The Do-Over? Uh, oh, with uh, David Spade. It wasn't too bad. I like that murder, one, yeah.
1: Murder Mystery?
0: Yes, that one, that one was cute.
1: Okay, so then we got Hubie. Okay, so there was a lot more in his oeuvre, but a reason why I wanted Eric to... To jot this stuff down with a yes or no with a pen and paper, is how many yeses did you have and how many nos did you have?
0: Ten to seventeen.
1: So you had ten yeses and seventeen nos.
0: Yeah, yeah, and a few of those those, I mean, it's just like I didn't hate them, but you know, you know, and that's what I think his movies are. It's like I, I don't hate these movies. They, they're, they're cute for what they are, but it, they, they're not obviously going to appeal to me. They're not some sort of deep. A uh, uh, meta movie where it, it's you know commentary on on social issue and it's not necessarily doing that. It's just it's just silly stuff. It's giving you little problems, little little behavior problems. This these are like for kids, you know, and and he does a good job with that. And not even just like a certain type of kid too, you know, um, a, kind of a, a playful kid, a curious kid, really likes these movies types of thing. Someone who's got uh, silly imagination. This movie is is I'm not going to compare it. To like Ernest scared stupid, but it Ernest is uh, those movies are not as as classic as they need to be either. you know, they're fun for us because we grew up with them. This movie has to be in that same caliber. Okay, fine. I will go with you on that because this is where I think the issue
1: is. I think that anything after two thousand, Adam Sandler has done primarily dog shit because that's where your seventeen nose came into, right? Sure. And then also i I also I feel it's the age. Because uh, my uncle and his son, who's my cousin, came into town last week to visit. And my cousin in his, is in his mid-40s. He's a Gen Xer. And he and I were talking. He was like, oh, you do podcasts? He, does, he doesn't know about my personal life. So I told him about podcasts and his stuff. And I showed him our schedule for November. And he says, oh, you're doing a Hubie Halloween? I just watched that. I love Adam Sandler movies. They're so great. <laughs> So I look at my cousin who is in his mid 40s and I watch this movie and I go, he is remembering when he was in college because he went to college from 92 to 95, 95, uh, 92, 96. That's right when Billy Madison came out. That's right when Happy Gilmore came out. Adam Sandler is his voice
0: of his generation. I think that's the difference. Sure. sure, but but he, he like many other SNL characters that kind of came out from uh, uh, that era, and, and like many other comedic actors before him and after him, has a shtick. Adam Sandler had the voice, you know, that he would that he would go into, um, that he kind of does, and he, that seems to be kind of his character. Much like how Michael Myers seems to only be able to do Scottish. And kind of in English with Austin Powers, even though he, it's right. just him yelling rather than him, him talking in English right. accent. But other than that, he he pretty much just do Scottish. I mean, that's a, okay. all the majority of his movies. Adam Sandler has his, these little voices that he does, you know, and uh, it's like it, it, you know, reverted kind of like this little immature thing. It works for. Most all of his movies, whether he did it in, uh, a, in his earlier acts as comedy when he would do, you know, well his his bit, or when he does it now as characters like a Bobby Boucher, or when he does it with with this guy uh, um, or Sandy Wexler, you know, he does these these, uh, these kind of little, little weird characters, and he's able to just kind of keep the voice a little bit in um, or do characters that he's done in his album before. A lot of it's either that or Jewish. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of Jewish, lot of Jewish <laughs> <Right>. dicks, too. <laughs> right.
1: I just I just think the voice hurts him, so let's go on with the movie, but I guess uh my end of my argument for this little segment before we talk about QB Halloween is that I just think Adam Sandler had that had that quadrilogy, you know, or like those five movies that I always will love him for. But after after Big Daddy, he just he just goes down for me. And sure. I have not liked majority of things that he is in. He is very annoying to me, and I think I'm still 20 years later since Little Nicky came out in 2001. I think I'm still suffering the stain that Little Nicky has left on me.
0: <laughs> I you, just But you really I, I don't like that him. movie, man? It's
1: not. It's it's. I hate Little Nicky as much as you hate Jurassic World.
0: Roddy Dangerfield is in Little Nicky.
1: Yeah, I know, but there's a guy with titties on his head anyway. It's weird. So, okay, Hubie Halloween. The first thing right off the bat that I thoroughly enjoyed um, is the opening uh, credit montage, essentially. We get the psychiatric ward and uh, a psycho patient escapes, but we get a Ben Stiller cameo reprising his role from the mean orderly from Happy Gilmore, and I thought... That was that was fucking funny. And I will just paint this scene for you. I'm sitting in my recliner with my feet up, not really wanting to watch this movie, crack open a Miller High Life. And as soon as I see Ben Stiller as the orderly, I sit up and I go, oh, this is going to be fun. And then he never comes back again. But I thought that was just a nice little like, like a one-off. And I thought immediately, not seeing a trailer, not knowing any behind-the-scenes stuff on this that this what this movie is gonna be. It's gonna be a greatest hits of his friends. And boy was I correct. What'd you think of Ben Stiller coming back to reprise his role
0: as an orderly? Did you oh,
1: did you find that funny as much as I did?
0: Of course I, I enjoyed that and when that also would have told me is be on the lookout for all the Easter eggs because they're gonna be coming at you too. And the other thing is get a your pencil and paper ready for this one. But right and all the cameo hunt, man. Like, right. it was just constant. It just, just kept on coming, all these uh, these cameos familiar faces. And I, I just like... That's one thing that I really do enjoy kind of about these movies is... Or, uh, for any movie, for that, uh, for that matter of fact, actually, is when you have these surprise guests that come in. You know? It's a playful movie. It's supposed to be a comedy. And any cameo that comes in shows the person is just kind of there having a good time, too. Like, they can play, too. Right.
1: And I thought... Because we get uh, the uh, Doyle kid and his friend. And, of course,
0: O'Doyle rules, O'Doyle right?
1: Rules. So it's like, I found that funny. But then they kept on bringing it up, you know, throughout, like ABC. Sure. And I'm saying to myself, okay, is it necessary then after that? Because how famous, quote-unquote, is the whole O'Doyle rules thing really? Or he, he's clearly just throwing this in. If this was Adam Sandler saying... To the world hey everybody this is my last movie ever then that's the kind of
0: stick that i want then oh boo boo Come jordan on. that no really? boo on you right. you sourpuss right. damn okay. it because it's it just ties in the world together it brings the sandler verse you know uh, to closer to each other and when O'Doyle, but do we want? a
1: Sandler verse? Okay, go ahead.
0: I don't know which O'Doyle that is. I don't know if it's if it's in the same branch of O'Doyle's because I don't know if you remember, but the carload uh, there was a carload of O'Doyle's that died. Allegedly, no body, no death.
1: There we go. So no, we don't know if there's a carload and all, yeah, you're right. But I mean, still, okay. So. This is this is standard uh, you know Sandlerism, you know Adam Sandler has a weird voice and a weird look and he is traditionally typical Sandler he's the loof, he's the larf of the town, everybody makes fun of him and he's a master at BMX tricks because all the adult kids are throwing everything at him and he's missing everything. Um but also in the beginning it was weird too. Because kids throw eggs at him, and then he gets he catches the eggs in his thermos, and then he drinks the eggs, and then he re, and then he finally regurgitates like nothing happened. And it's like okay,
0: what and, an I mean, opening what it, scene! What a I way want, to start
1: a scene! I just wanted to bring that up because it makes no sense. But okay, okay. So Steve Buscemi, who literally can do nothing wrong, ever, and anybody was listening who disagrees with me your opinion is not valid steve buscemi is oh. god I, I love steve buscemi he's great uh, not only for his acting but also for personal reasons i'm not going into because this is Hubie halloween and um when we first see him uh when Hubie wrecks the bike and shit and then like you know uh, steve buscemi's like hey you know i just moved in if you hear weird noises don't come a knocking. I look at Gene and I'm like, well, clearly he's the psycho. I mean, that's clear.
0: Uh, that was kind of funny. I mean, it could, it's only because it's him. The it's way only because it yeah, nobody else can pull that off. Yeah, nobody. But I think the crux
1: of this movie is we get like Ray Liotta and uh, Tim Meadows and the chick from Bridesmaids that I like. Oh, what's her <laughs> Maya name? Maya Rudolph. Thank you. I always remember her for Bridesmaids because she shit in the street. That's that's what I will always well, remember. Well, yeah,
0: it's on. obviously a memorable scene there. Yes, uh, but anywho, mm,
1: God bless the high life. So, the crux of the movie is that Hubie is getting picked on by everybody in the town, but people are being kidnapped. His bullies, if you will, are being kidnapped, and the camera decides to give us this weird angle of it's it's trying to look like its teeth. Through the
0: kidnapper's point of view, which make no sense, yeah, I, I don't know. I think well I, I think what it was supposed to be, what it was supposed to give us the illusion of is the nostrils of the pig mass that were picked up, sure, but so, also... that, so that it was supposed to be like maybe a, a, you know a a, um, a misguided attempt to kind of throw us to um, think that it was something else. And we Dude. find out, you know obviously the story about the serial killer, because the movie opens with, a serial, the, like you said, the serial killer or the psycho uh, escaping. And when the psycho gra- is on the streets during trick-or-treating time, he grabs a... Uh, just a, an abandoned, a fallen, a littered pig mask and just kind of walks around. Um, see, look- not really terrorizing, just just really sort of peeing on things, apparently. Just peeing on things. But see, like, that's the movie gives
1: me the middle finger. That's when the movie says, fuck you, Jordan, because knowing the ending we'll, we'll discuss no spoiling at this point, because I'm saving it for a reason. We love spoilers here, but we'll, we'll get towards the end because I'm confused. Um, but like, OK, so they go scene, scene, scenes happen. But this one thing confuses me knowing the ending is uh, he gets lured. Adam Sandler gets lured to go into her corn maze and then one of the bullies, a younger kid that's dressed up like Freddie Mercury. Very good costume, by the way. Yeah,
0: good costume. Uh,
1: gets 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 kidnapped, but then he is tied in front of a corn, corn hedge, corn mazes. And then he's like, save me or whatever. And then he gets yanked violently like a supernatural being is yanking mm-hmm. him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we knowing the ending that we know, I'm like – well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Does it need to? Yes. I mean, it does with the ending that they give us, or does it? Because I have a theory, and we'll we'll discuss that. Uh, Steve Buscemi clearly is the psycho spoiler, and he's the reason why he that he tells Hubie to not bother him if he hear noises is because he thinks he's turning into a werewolf. Why is that the most Amazing thing I've seen all year in twenty
0: twenty. <laughs> Him acting like a werewolf because he, he does it so well, convincingly. He's so he, he, well, he, he is. Well, there's two escaped psychos because uh, that we find out uh, because the one that has escaped is still in like the asylum in in like the scrubs, but right. uh, we find out later on uh, when the police catch the psycho that um, that Steve Buscemi was also an escaped. Uh, A a psych ward patient and the reason why our mystery person our mystery uh person that escaped the psych ward was so uh, he could rescue steve buscemi right right and uh yeah and him turning into he he's a mental patient that thinks he is a werewolf but obviously cannot turn into a werewolf It just glues on fur to his hands and stuff so it's fantastic do we actually see him gluing that? Because maybe I wouldn't. No, they laugh. just make. They just made mention of it a few times.
1: Okay. All right, because I was like, oh, he has – because I was hoping. Because I was hoping that this movie would give me some supernatural stuff. It does or it does not. Again, we'll discuss that later. But I found it very interesting to have Steve Buscemi have his, hip, have his hands uh, and his arms all covered in fur, if you will, and, uh, Kevin James, King of Queens, is in this movie, and people made fun of him because he looked like a Muppet or whatever. Um, (laughs) He did. Yeah, Kevin James, you need to stay away from Sandler. He's destroying your career. He has destroyed your career. Um, God damn. Kevin James. I, I think that's all I got to say about
0: Kevin James. If anything, I think that if you are in an Adam Sandler movie, then you kind of are in a in a niche already in, into yourself. It looks good because you could probably do a lot of family stuff after that, too. It's just Kevin James seems to be kind of a niche, you know, and uh, after a while, I, I feel like there's only, you know, a limited amount of things that you can do. And so that's why he has like these like, actors that come back like, uh, well, in his regular wheelhouse, you know. Uh, there you have Keegan,
1: right? Ke Keenan? No. Yeah, Keenan, well, right? Keenan, not Kel. This Keenan. was his
0: first appearance in an M. Sandler movie here. This was his first? Yeah, yeah. But, okay. like, uh, I think Taylor Lautner has been in a few of his movies. Vanilla Ice has been in a few of his movies. All right. Um, Shaq has been in a few of his movies. and uh, <laughs> Colin Quinn uh, is another one, that the comedian. Um, So it's just kind of one of those where, you know, you're – these actors aren't. I'm not. I don't really know what their schedule is, but it doesn't seem like they're they're getting a the whole lot uh, thrown at them. Tim Meadows. No, no yeah, it just, it just seems like. George okay, Wallace. great.
1: We've done this movie with Adam. Now we're gonna wait for the next six months until we get the next phone call because Adam is just writing the checks. I, I, I for me, I, I kept on thinking with the two cops. I was really. Uh, chomping at the bit to see the cops from Superbad to be in this role, because that would be uh, even you better. You can't do
0: that. Well, it wouldn't merge those worlds. I mean, it, it might work because Adam Sandler was in Funny People with Seth Rogen, right? Right. And- I just, it just,
1: it's just those, it's those kind of cops, because This movie is what? What's this this movie? PG?
0: Is this movie PG? Those are druggy cops. We can't have that in a uh, in a a family friendly uh, PG movie like this. Is this PG? This is PG thirteen. For what? Uh, I think they throw some some shits around in this movie. Okay, so for language. Okay,
1: all right. So sure, of course, they're they're drug. Drughead Cops. I get that. But that's the kind of movie that I was hoping I would I was I was hoping for something. Ray Liotta How do you go from Goodfellas to this? I I don't know.
0: Oh, this is uh, a paycheck, dude. Like he he his career can obviously bounce and, and take a, a, a Hubie Halloween hit.
1: I mean, sure. I mean Katie Holmes did that with Jack and Jill with him, but this isn't Jack and fucking Jill. Like I would I would think I don't know. Like, clearly, Eric, you're right. At the beginning of the show, you said that this was a big party. I could tell that. Uh, I follow, yes, because I'm just that cool. I follow Kevin James on TikTok. And there's Uh a lot of Kevin James filming this movie with Adam Sandler and dancing and acting crazy on set. This movie set seems like a movie set that I want to be on. It seems like there were kegs of beer and just people having a good time. I I get that. But we are critics. And this movie is doing at a critical level. It's doing nothing for me. Besides Adam Sandler thinking that the random husky dog is Steve Buscemi in full form. Listen.
0: I, I'm not. <laughs> You're laughing because you know it's like. Come on here's the thing is is that i i have a a fondness for really bad movies okay because i i for some reason feel that like it's there there's some there's a level of 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 bad movie you know it's it's easy to make a bad movie but it's hard to make a really bad movie you know sure sure uh, and by I mean that it's like, like lottery almost, just because like the the feel has to be right, you know, and in the it just it just has to work. The room comes to mind.
1: Yeah, the room. God, we gotta review that one day.
0: So, uh, or Troll Two is another one. Troll Two. We got to do that for 2021,
1: really bad movies, because I can only sit through a little bit of Troll 2 and a little bit of, of, of the room. Fans, I am known to be like, you know, the cynical asshole of Movie Guys, of a Movie Guys podcast. If you really want me to be a jerk, let me
0: review those
1: because I will lose my shit. I will lose
0: it. Uh, speaking the, of blues, that, that Whatever that Rowdy Roddy Piper one was. Oh, ah, oh, uh, they live. They live, put put on the
1: glasses. Do you, do you know I showed my wife that movie, and she hated it, right? And we'll go back to you after this. She hated it. And uh, at the yeah, time, yeah, you
0: know, as she should, yeah.
1: but the but my wife is always fun when I show her movies that I've seen a hundred times and she never has because I know something is coming up in that movie, and I want to see her reaction. So when I mean, like she, she's bored out of her mind during they live. And then as soon as he says in the bank, I am here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> and he blows a guy away with a shotgun. My wife loses it and she's in on the joke and she loves the movie all the way through. She was into the wrestling fight scene. Put on the fucking glasses like she was into that hook, line, you, and sinker.
0: You just got to shift so, gears, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, same thing with Total Recall. I mean, like, once he got to Mars, she was like, okay, I see what this is going.
0: You know what I mean? Like, I do, because okay. that's what I'm saying for Hubie Halloween, is that I, I I had shifted gears properly to know what to expect for Adam Sandler now.
1: Okay, so this is what I don't expect, okay? So his bullies, which is the whole town, is his bullies. And this is me trying to put logic to an illogical movie, so let's get into the ending of it. Yep. But the town is all bullying him. But his – but – okay, I'm just going to spoil He finds out that his mom, his obese mom has been and, – and and the reason why I say obese is because there are scenes in this movie where clearly a, a woman of her age and build could not do the things that she did. is kidnapped uh, four, right? Ray Liotta, uh, the Freddie Mercury kid, and then Tim Meadows and the girlfriend Bridesmaid. <gasps> That's it. She's kidnapped him, and she has tied him to uh, a, a stake in the backyard of the house.
0: Got part gonna burn him like witches. She's gonna
1: burn him alive like witches because Hubie is a nice boy, and he doesn't need to be made fun of anymore. What?
0: Yep. She, she done lost it.
1: She hasn't lost it. That is
0: illogical. I mean, whatever, man. She's spry as fuck. Like, I don't know why you're judging that. Let's just say that you know, she 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 pulled out that Frankenstein trick and got out of there pretty quick. Well, see, this is my point because maybe uh, she's a
1: witch. That's what I was just gonna say. Like, like, is this movie telling me that? Because you know, she has them at the stake. She's getting ready to burn them. Of course, we get that stupid fucking scene of her throwing the match. And everybody's like, oh, my God. And he's thinking of all the things that's going on. But clearly the match would have fired them all up in between. But then a little bit of liquid in his thermos because he makes Swiss Army nices out of thermoses, he says, uh, stops the match. And the news is there for God damn it. The news is there. And Hubie's a good boy. And he's a virgin and all this stuff. And then the mom cackles like a stereotypical witch. And then she's gone. And then Hubie never brings that up again. She never comes back. Mm-hmm. And it's a year later. After everything happens, it says one year later, Hubie's now the mayor. He's now banging the chick. Uh, who Julie used Bowen. To be
0: th- yeah, well, okay. Who? Julie Bowen. She's from um, Modern Family, but she was also in um... – uh, Happy Gilmore, as the, the main, main chick interest. from Happy
1: Gilmore. What? That's the
0: same chick. It's the same chick, man. Uh, she, she played a uh, Virginia. Man. Yeah.
1: She, she 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 does look the same. That's probably why I didn't know her.
0: She played a, a VV in that movie too, uh, Virginia Venet. Wow. Where in this movie she plays uh, uh, the the other VV, I guess. Adam Sandler has, has a thing for VV names. Uh, oh, Violet Valentine. That's the same woman. Correct, yes.
1: Night and day. Wow. I didn't even know that. Remember Vicky okay. Bellancourt. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. So it's a year later. He's now the mayor. Everybody loves him because of what happened that night when his mind kidnapped those people, and he was on the news, and then he's banging the chick from Happy Gilmore, uh-huh. who is also, you know, the ex of Kevin James. And that's it. I mean, that's the movie. Yep. So my question is. Was his mom a witch? Because and he Rob, never brings And Rob it up. Schneider
0: was there, too.
1: Rob Schneider was there, too.
0: Was she a witch? Yeah, let's go with that. Why not?
1: I mean, no, I'm, I'm serious, but we're going to properly I mean, seriously, do do you I think she say, was a witch?
0: Yeah, I'll say yes, and we'll get more into it because I, I know that you're waiting for this, but Hubie Halloween 2 is already uh, uh on the go, I believe. Early development is in uh, is being reported right now. It was a massive success for Netflix and um, got the number one spot on the platform, and it is going to apparently get a, a sequel. <sighs> that makes as
1: much sense as Titanic 2. Oh my god. She has to be a witch. He... The sequel has to be, hey, Hubie, your mom's back because I actually am a witch because this movie, I cackle like a stereotypical witch. I'm going to burn people at the stake. I disappear. You're like, mom, where'd you go? It says a year later, you don't even talk about her.
0: Oh, oh my God. Well, our, hey, man, we, we should probably get those ideas written down on some paper. Send them in to Adam Sandler. And uh, see if you can use it. Maybe you can uh, get a writing credit on this movie, Jordan.
1: Adam Sandler doesn't want my ideas because the difference between Adam Sandler and me is that my ideas are good.
0: I don't know, man. After watching this movie, it sounds like he'll just take any idea that you can think of. (sighs) Okay. I I think it it sounds like he will be open to to anything that that is sent his way.
1: All right. So, okay. So I'm going to ask you again. Hard question because I'm not going to judge a supposed sequel. Because of the cackling, because of her vanishing, because of him not talking about her again, do you think the movie's telling us that she is an actual witch?
0: I think you're thinking too much into that. Responsibility. Damn it! You won't
1: give me a straight answer.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> a witch. I, I've already said that she is. I, I think that flat out, <sighs> she left that she's a witch. That's so stupid. Because this movie doesn't give me any supernatural
1: elements. Okay,
0: all right. Popcorn rating time. Any supernatural elements? What are you talking about? There's no
1: supernatural elements in this movie. Because the whole movie
0: you you think that there's supernatural elements. Uh, but I then saw you, that but then thermos you... do some work, dude. Are you oh, serious? <laughs> That's supernatural enough. Do you see what that thing uh, can do? It's, everything. it's, it's a weird. vacuum cleaner, dude, and it, it could like it holds like five different soups. There's a grappling hook in there. I, 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 I will totally agree with
1: you. I, I want a thermos that holds five different soups. There's That's a amazing. Megaphone. That's amazing. All right. Um, for me, I'll save you for last. For me, you know, I, I was really, really trying to turn off my brain and have fun with this. And I did for like 95% of the movie, Eric. I yeah. really did enjoy myself uh, seeing Ben Stiller. As the uh, dickhead orderly from Happy Gilmore Mm -hmm. coming back, it just it 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 got me in the mood. Sure, right. Um, Being the age that I am, uh, but that ending just pissed me off. Where I was just like, "What?" Because I think it'll be better and cleaner if everything that we thought was supernatural was not supernatural until the actual supernatural thing happens. And I just wish they would acknowledge it. I mean, this is your mom. This is pretty much Kathy Bates, who was Bobby Boucher's mom, right? That's who this woman is in a way. Who always has like, was oh,
0: it what, was it crazy. sperm
1: donor shirt or cock donor shirt? Boner donor. donor. Shirt. Boner donor shirt. So it's like, you know, I, I was expecting some sort of a mom, you're an actual witch. But no, none of that happened. Um, small bag small bag it's it's not good i don't know why this is even trending on on netflix it's just because when people see the ending it's such a disappointment it's such a letdown because the movie doesn't clearly tell you if there's something supernatural or not at the end and i i I guess that's what i was missing Uh, for me this is a small bag this is not his worst I, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen little
0: Nikki. for you to think that this is, uh, like missing or the worst thing about this movie is that it's missing a Superman, nat- natural element to it is, is funny to me. Why but, is that? I, I mean, it like, cause if there was for some reason, would that even at all give this movie any additional merit with you? Like if there was some sort of ghost or some supernatural part, are you, would you actually give this thing a higher rating? This is the kind of movie that begs for that thing, right? We have seen this movie before,
1: Eric. People that are listening it's an to this Adam review. Movie. I know that, but let's, let's just throw Adam Saylor out of it real quick. People who are listening to this review have seen this kind of movie before where you think something's going on that's supernatural, and then the end reveal is nothing supernatural. It was all a prank, or it was all a joke, or I was doing this for revenge. Until the last scene, the cliffhanger to get you ready for the sequel, where it's like, oh, my God! It actually was supernatural. God damn like that's what me. this movie was missing since for. it was following all that older tropes. You know I'm right, dude. You this, know I'm right.
0: I, I I'm just gonna segue right in, into mine. Then I'm telling you right now, like you're I think you're you're putting too much weight onto this movie. This movie has is at the same level as what I would see on an ABC ABC. Friday family night movie, anything released from Disney straight to DVD, is this movie right here. It's it's not bad, but it's seriously it's just silly enough that it that it works. Turn your brain off and and have fun with it. This movie is not gonna be memorable in any way, shape, or form, except for maybe a college dorm room when they find in ten years, twenty years later, when they find a drinking game on how to go for, for Adam Sandler <laughs> movies. That's exactly what, what this movie is for. It's right. just silly. It's just nonsense. They made this movie in probably a month or two, and, and just, it, they had fun doing it, too. They probably did it all in the same damn set, too, and they, and they just grind them out. They just know how to do it to a, to a part and they know how to get the paychecks rolling, too. It just works out. Um, everyone coming in, too, uh, with the cameos, I think it's fantastic. It just makes uh, uh, everyone kind of um, familiar with the movie. It makes the universe click. I, I, I just think it works. Is this a good movie? No. By any means, no. Am I eager to watch this thing again? No. Do I want to make it a yearly tradition? Probably not. If I had kids, they probably would enjoy this. Kids under 10 years old would probably enjoy this. Other than that, it probably might seem very cringy and very uh, try-hard for the, for the laughs. But at the same part, this thing played like a cartoon and a, a grown man who didn't really know uh, how to play with kids. So that's just, it's just kind of what this movie is. It's bad... Um, sure, it's not the worst. Uh, Little Nikki is at kind of the same level where it's just like it's just like dumb fun. You know? It's just slapstick. This is where we're at. This is the the genre has been filled by Adam Sandler. You know. This is like the three stooges of our time right here. Is uh, is, is this is Adam Sandler. So I get this a small bag. Um Well, at least we could agree on that. But yeah, I, I give it a small boy uh, bag on, on that just because again, I, I in all parts of, of movie making it's it's just silly and dumb, you know. And, and you can question a lot of the characters. Well, why? Well, why? Why? But it's it's just supposed to be a, a silly movie, and I can appreciate that because it's sure. not trying to be anything else. He said it's supposed to be like the worst movie that he, you know he wanted to make after Uncut Gems. You could do worse.
1: I think oh yeah, he could do worse. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm hoping exactly. to see it for Hubie Halloween too. Oh
1: God. Well, you know what? And if that comes out when Movie Guys is still going out, we'll probably review that too. But with Witches, though, we're gonna continue our theme of Witches. We're gonna end our pretty much our three weeks of scares of Halloween. We're gonna we re- we are going to review the remake of The Witches, a movie I've never fucking seen. This movie's getting a lot of traction on HBO Max and uh, Anne Hathaway is playing the main one, as, as, as far as I know. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about this but All I know is that a kid turns into a mouse, and Anne Hathaway has a weird Joker face. That's all I know.
0: You've got I, seen the original with Angelica I've Huster?
1: Seen, I've never seen the original uh, when uh, this was put on the schedule because HBO Max was just whoring this out. So I'm like, okay, we got to review this. I went back and I watched the trailer to the original, so I'm from what I could see from the trailer from the original to this one, it looks like they're hit, they're hitting the same beats. Uh, I'm going to I'm 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 going to try to watch the original before we review the remake. It's not going to be a promise. I don't know if I'm gonna have time, but you might I'm like the original.
0: It 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 does more puppets. Oh really? Yeah, but the this new one sticks to the book. Oh
1: oh really? It's based off a book called The Witches.
0: Yeah, by Roald Dahl.
1: Oh, okay. So so it was a book. And what, they made in the 80s or 90s? The original? Yeah, that sounds about right. And then they remake it with Anne Hathaway. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's going to be next week. We're going to be doing that. And then after that, fans, we're going to be coming back at you this month of November with Eric's favorite film franchise of all time, Tremors. We're going to be reviewing Shrieker Island. He's really excited about that one. I know he is. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: yeah, we, we enjoy talking about bad movies, don't we?
1: Yeah. So I, as you can tell from my voice, I'm so excited to talk about Tremors 12, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: we'll be excited for that one. But thank you, like always, everybody who was listening to the most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Like always, check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.com. All your social media on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Thank you so much, everybody. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. And have a good night.